You know I'm right. The podcast that uncovers origin stories of some of the biggest names in sports, entertainment, and reality TV, and so much more. Joe, very excited for our interview today. It's definitely going to be a banger, that's for sure. Uh, this gentleman joining us today is a keynote speaker, life coach, webinar creator and host, workshop facilitator, author, professional poker player, the 73rd generation descendant of Confucius, and one of the biggest reality TV stars of all time. He's gave his best and he has no regrets at all. And you forgot one important other thing and um, kind of repping that too, but he is a fellow Red Fox and I love <laughs> when we have fellow Red Foxes here on this podcast. So uh, without further ado, uh, definitely one of the more interesting guests we're ever going to have on here. Um, former American Idol contestant, and that is what he's best known for, but we'll get into other things that he does um, during the course of this episode. William Hung. William, welcome to You Know I'm Right. Something very, very different that I think that you're usually doing, but uh, we're really happy to have you on. How are you today? I'm doing well. So you did get your MBA, your Master's yes. of Business Administration from Marist in, in 2015 in Healthcare uh, Administration. So uh, just walk us briefly through that and how that came about. Well, I started my entertainment career um, back in 2004. I tried out for American Idol. Uh, and it didn't work out the way I expected. Uh, Simon hated it, saying that you can't sing, you can't dance. What are you gonna say? Uh, and I just mentioned, I just try to stay positive. That's why I mentioned I already gave my best, and, and that's really something that came from my heart. Uh, that's the attitude I have in life when I try something new. Uh, so. I was a college student many years ago, back in the, you know, 2003, 2004. I studied for civil engineering at UC Berkeley. And then one day, you know, I just wasn't feeling good about this, you know, being a normal student. Uh, I saw this poster for a school talent show and I went for it. And guess what? I won. So that what gave me the confidence to audition for American Idol. So when you went on American Idol, you said Simon hated you, right? But that ultimately ended up leading to other opportunities. So uh, do you think it was a success in the end? Yeah, I would say it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it depends on what you mean by success. But in terms of like, you know, getting more than what you expected, yes. <laughs> I mean, it really changed my life. Uh, there's no way to, uh, to, uh, to go around it. Uh, I would say the, the positive definitely outweighs the negatives. You know, like, like I, I definitely made a lot of money from performing and speaking. Uh, but of course, there's always going to be critics. There's always going to be people that don't like what I do. Yeah. So for you, you know, you, you were looking to do civil engineering studying at UC Berkeley. Uh, so what was the process like for you to audition for American Idol? And ultimately, how did you pick your iconic song, She Bangs by Ricky Martin? Well, you stand in line with thousands of other people uh, and then you just hope for the best. When it's your turn, you may, you may only get like 15 to 30 seconds to sing. Uh, I was very lucky. Uh, I sang over a minute uh, and one of the former producers let me through. Uh, and, and then I went through multiple producers in the next round. Uh, they let me through again on the next day. 
So yeah, I, w- I went through two preliminary rounds before I got to see Randy, Paula, and Simon. Fantastic. So the song choice, did you go in with multiple songs or you knew that was the song? No, the- I, I knew it was going to be She Bangs uh, because uh, She Bangs was, uh, was a very unique song at the time. Um, I, I hear typical American pop songs, uh, and then I heard She Bangs, like, whoa, that really stood out. It was a Latin song. It was, it was a fun party song. So I decided to spend the time to learn it. Learn it. I was watching and studying music videos from Ricky Martin's She Bangs. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I mean, awesome choice, of course. Now, at the time, you were in school. So when this aired, what was the reaction you, you started getting? Well, I suddenly have a lot of new fans. People wanted my pictures and autographs, and I felt very strange. Um, yes, I know I was on TV, but most people, when they don't make it to Hollywood for uh, American Idol, they just go back to being normal. Uh, yeah. People might laugh at them uh, for a little bit, and they forget about it. They move on. Yeah, I mean, would you consider yourself one of the most famous people to ever be on the show? Yeah. And and uh, probably like 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 a complete miracle. Like like I would be the only case where I didn't make it to Hollywood, but still like have an incredible entertainment career. Right. So obviously that airs. No social media at the time because you would have blown up. But you're all of a sudden getting dragged, you know, in all these directions. I'm sure people are approaching you now. How did it come about for you? You're doing all these late night TV show appearances. You're going to all these shows. What was that whirlwind Hollywood tour like for you? Um, I felt uh, very grateful, uh, but also exhausting at the same time. Uh, I try to do four to five different performances a month. Uh, that's already a lot because a lot of them requires travel from East to West Coast to East Coast and then vice versa. Uh, sometimes I even travel out of country. Uh, Hong Kong, Singapore, Iceland. Uh, so yeah, it's been an incredible uh, journey. Yeah, so you you get that, you do get a music deal. Yes. If you record, record you, know, you got a big fan site. So were you surprised that you were able to, to get the music deal? And obviously it was great for you. You made some money off of it. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I would never expect that, you know, uh, not, not making it to Hollywood to get a, like, a, like a real re- a record contract. You know, $25,000 is a lot for a college kid back in 2004. Yeah, and then a few years ago when American Idol originally ended, or landed on Fox, they bring you back for one of those, you know, finale type of performances. Right, special appearance, right. Yeah, so how did that come about for you? And were you surprised to be contacted? Um, they reached out to me. Uh, I, I don't know if, I don't know if I should, I, if I should be surprised. Uh, I mean, I, I like it. I, I took it. Like that, that, that's all, that was awesome. Um, I, feel, I feel that's the best way to go back on American Idol because, you know, one time is enough for my lifetime for, for auditioning. So, yeah, <laughs> that's for I sure. think that's a pretty yeah. good way to do it. So who, who would you say, William, is some of the or one of the most uh, famous people that you got to interact with because of the fact that you were on the show? Well, um, of course, I interacted with Randy, Paula, and Simon. Uh, I saw them multiple times in, uh, at other events. Uh, I, I think one of my favorite American Idol is Carrie Underwood. Uh, she's very down-to-earth, uh, very yeah. nice person. 
So yeah, I'm I, I'm grateful that she's doing well. That's a great name drop, Carrie Underwood. Um, so you went back to school to be a math teacher, and you went to Cal State University in Northridge. Um, so talk about that. Is that something that uh, you had wanted to do before you were on the show? After um, it was show? after uh, the the uh, the, uh, the American Idol audition. It was many like four years later. Um, because at some point in entertainment, you're not going to last forever. Uh, no. so yeah, so that's why I already uh, decided uh, on the fourth year when things uh, the business slowed down. Uh, maybe it's time to finish school, get settled, get married, uh, you know, uh, maybe see if I can have a different life. And then, oh, your next two jobs over the course uh, of the eight years after, uh, so you were a statistical analyst. Yes. For the L.A. County Sheriff's Office Administration, and you were an administrative assistant for the L.A. County Department of Public Health. So uh, explain to us how those opportunities came about for you. Um, I just looked for it online um, because I, I was thinking about being a math teacher. But I, uh, by the time I graduate and I had the student teaching experience with the kids, I don't think that was the right job for me. I wasn't like happy to show up every day. So yeah, you didn't like you didn't like teaching little uh, little shit. <laughs> you know those are the, the hardest people to teach. <laughs> uh, I, I would say it's not. I, I would say it's also <laughs> the situation like public school setting. It's just not the best situation. Like if I, I mean, I could consider teaching private school or even open my own online school in the future. But uh, yeah, in terms of like other uh, opportunities. I saw that, you know, I was good at math and mm -hmm. statistics. So when I saw a job opening for that sheriff's department, it was, I thought it was a pretty good match. Yeah, and definitely worked out for you. But then in 2017 in May, you founded the William Hung Academy. So tell us what your thought process was in behind that and how you kind of pivoted in your career to really use your name and your fame to your advantage. Yes. Uh, so I would say that, that like for my day job, you know, I was tired of hiding behind the cubicle. So I wanted to get back uh, into the world more. Uh, it was like it wasn't like I ever quit music uh, because I just still do it on the side. Not as not a source of income, uh, but uh, it wasn't enough for me to just do it full time. Uh, and then, you know, 2017, I, I realized, you know what, I, I, I need to change my life. Uh, I need to do something different because I was at a dead end. Uh, I was a low point in my life, actually. I went through two marriages and two divorces by that point. Wow. Uh, so it was time for me to change. Uh, I would say that, that uh, I just thought like maybe I can do speaking because people say I was very inspiring. Yeah. You know, I, I, like the inspiration album did really, really well. Uh, it, and it's not necessarily because of my singing, because my singing wasn't that great to begin with. Uh, but, people, but some of my fans say they really like the motivational messages in between. So I thought maybe I can do professional speaking. So that's that's how I got started. Yeah, it's a really, really great transition there. And like Nick mentioned at the top, uh, professional poker player. Now, when we were younger, uh, we, we used to see poker kind of pop up on ESPN with the World Series right. of Poker. You see the World Poker Tour. Uh, so how did that happen? And who are some of the, uh, the more well-known professional poker players that you've had the opportunity to either meet in person or, or kind of encounter or cross paths with? 
Well, um, uh, one of my favorite uh, poker players uh, I I play with is Maria Hall. Uh, so yeah, she's 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 a very uh, sweet uh, lady. Uh, and then um, I I also uh, I, I remember that Barry Greenstein busted me. <laughs> I never forget that, you know. And uh, uh, so yeah, one of the commerce tournaments, uh, late late day two in the deep in the money, something like that. Uh, who else? Uh, I, I, I remember I met Phil Helmuth as well. Uh, you know, I think I think he's a cool guy outside. Of is Asia. he as whiny and bratty in person as people say he is? Or I not? don't think so. He's he seems pretty uh uh subtle, like 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 subdued. Let's put it that way. So you know everything's a whirlwind for you at this point. Twenty eighteen, you get the opportunity to sing with Ricky Martin. How how did that come about to, for you? How excited were you to hear that's going to happen and how nervous were you to perform with him uh I, it was a dream come true it, it, it felt so surreal because ricky martin mentioned that he wanted to perform with me multiple times uh in my life but it didn't really happen until like 2018 uh one of my friends uh heard on the radio that he was uh that ricky martin was talking about me so i didn't even uh thought of think about this one like uh, the, the, my friend told me, hey, you've got to call up the radio station, see if it's true. Uh, they said, yes, uh, they said that you, you need to talk to Ricky Martin's manager. He's the contact number. And then, and then uh, everything else uh, was done. So where, so where did you sing with him? Where was this performance? It was at uh, Monte Carlo, Las Vegas. Wow. So big crowd. Any nerves? Yeah, Impressive. yeah somewhat. Like my, my feet were shaking a little bit. Wow. <laughs> well, I know it's not Ricky Martin, but I want to know. If the three of us can sing along together right now, you up for that, William? Yeah, One line sure. here. All right, I'll count down from three. You know, when I say go, we'll start. Three what are we singing. Two. You know what we're singing? One. Hit it, William. Way to go, William. You still got it. You, you still think got Joe? it. Tremendous. Uh, Tremendous. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i tone deaf and totally out of sync with the, the two of you. Uh, but what William, a William did a great job. Yeah, we got to yeah. William. William, I wanted to ask you, either in your life or your career, what would you say is your you know I'm right moment? So what we mean by that is you wanted to do something. Maybe you're asking somebody for advice and they're saying, William, you do not want to do that. Don't do that. And you say, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. And ultimately, you will see why it is that I am right. Well, I think the biggest uh, decision I made uh, the last couple of years uh, is the becoming a professional poker player. Uh, literally quitting my, my, my government job uh, uh, and then, you know, try to create the life that I want, you know, because of it. So... I know I'm right because I, stu I, I study poker a lot. Uh, I practice a lot. I read a lot of books. I take online courses. I, I treat it like a business. Uh, so I gave myself uh, a, couple, a year or two to make sure that I have the skill to make it, to make more money than, my, than any other job in my life. So yeah, so that's how I know that I'm right after about 800 to 1,000 hours of play um so it's not easy it's it, it yes i so i, I can't say it's by luck either because 
after a thousand hours of, of play, real life play, that took about like six to, I don't say six to 12 months. That's a lot of, yeah. you know, poker. Uh, I, I remember that was one of the hardest times in my life because I had to put in 30 extra hours in addition to my regular 40 hour job just to prove that I, I have what it takes. So William, I want to ask you, you know, this is a fantasy question, so you could be as, as creative as you want to answer, but if you had the chance to play a poker game with any three to five celebrities of your choosing, uh, who would you want to play with? Well, uh, I, I, that's, a, that's a tough question. I'm not really sure. Um, hmm. How about Simon? Simon Cow? <laughs> he's gonna be the mean guy. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, he's, he 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 became more mellow after you know, like uh, in the recent yeah. years. But yeah, you know, yeah, it, it'll be interesting just to have a poker game with the American Idol judges. You know, uh, uh, I don't know. Carrie Underwood plays poker, but yeah, that'll be I'll interesting. See now, really? if, if you were approached, William, to go on X Factor USA, you know, to see your buddy Simon again, would you take that opportunity? Well, I probably wouldn't audition again in my life uh, because just because I, I already did it. Uh, I know I don't have the best thinking talent, uh, but, you know, if, you, if they want me for a special appearance or, or guest appearance, sure. All right. Oh, even a guest judge. That'd be fun. Guest judge. Guest judge good. would be perfect. Yeah. I think perfect. All right. Last one for me here. You know, you're, you're, you're a California guy. Now you're living in Florida. Why'd you make that move? And how much better is Florida for you? Well, I tell you this. Here's what happened. Uh, uh, I lived in LA for over 20 years. But unfortunately, uh, during the pandemic, uh, I need to transition my entertainment business uh, to make it online. So now I do uh, video message requests for, for fans. So I would record like more pep talk, mm. birthday message, yeah. she bangs. So that's, that's, that's what I do for my, for my primary income. Uh, and, 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 and then as I get more, more uh, traction, uh, I get too many requests a day. And then my neighbors got tired of hearing me singing she bangs. So they told me I either had to stop or my dad would, would you know, be, be, uh, in, tr- be in trouble. You know, he owns the house. <laughs> oh. uh, so, yeah, uh, I, that's what, I couldn't find another uh, good location for that uh, during the pandemic. So I, that's why, you know, I remember I met a friend in Florida, uh, you know, th- last couple of years. So that's why I went for it. Uh, and then now, uh, after all, uh, after about a year, uh, I realized that, you know, I love, you know, gaming. I love skill gaming, gambling in general, like poker, blackjack, baccarat, things like that. So that's why I moved to Vegas. So Ooh. now I'm in Las Vegas. Wow. I'm coming to Las Vegas soon, William. We'll have to, we'll have to meet up. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's got experience performing in Vegas. Now he's playing in Vegas. Now he's living in Vegas. Uh, William, last thing from me, and this is very, very special to me. Uh, I have uh, another dear friend in my life whose name is Nick. Not this one over here. Um, But when we were younger, uh, some of the best laughs and and some of the best memories we had were incorporating your name. And today, uh, as of the, the recording of this podcast, is actually his birthday. He turns 30 years old today. So uh, if you could give my friend, uh, his name is Nick Nagrowski. 
So if you could give him a very just special happy birthday, uh, I'm going to send it the video of him. I think he would really, really appreciate it. So if you could do that as a favor for me, I would really, really, really appreciate that. Oh. Hi, Nick. This is William Hung, and I want to wish you a happy birthday. I hope you have an amazing day. And here is a song for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Nick. Happy birthday to you. There you go, Woo! Joe. William usually charges a lot of money for those. Got that for free. William, thank you for joining us again. We really, really appreciate it. One of the more interesting guests that we've ever had on. Uh, your life is definitely a whirlwind, uh, something incredibly interesting. Uh, one of the more well-known reality stars of all time, but you turned that uh, into a lot of different things and a lot of uh, different things for your career over the course of your life. Uh, I think you're a huge success. I think you're funny. I think you're humble. Uh, really, really nice. And what we do here is we always give our guests the last word. So if there's anything else you would like to share or promote, now I know you're kind of keeping a low profile now, but if there's anything else you would like to say, the floor is all yours. Once again, thank you again for doing with us, uh, doing this with us. Well, the best way for uh, for for you uh, to stay in touch with me is through Instagram at uh, William Hung Official. Uh, my website is under construction at the moment because I'm not quite sure what direction I want to uh, go for my life. You know, I, yes, I still do entertainment, but I've, I'm already making a transition to figure out what my new business will be. I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, in terms of like last words, I would say that uh, the best person, the best bet you can make is on yourself. You know, like right now, like, like don't be afraid, you know, to try something new or unconventional because we, we know the world is all is very uncertain. There are no guarantees. So why not live the life you want? Why not try your best so that you have no regrets in the future? Very well said, William. Excellent way to end the podcast. So that's going to do it here for this episode of You Know I'm Right for our iconic legendary guest, the man himself, William Hong, my co-host, Joe Calabrese. I am Nick Durst, and this has been You Know I'm Right. Mm -hmm.